Cowboys Executive Vice President Stephen Jones. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, guys. How you doing? We're good, and I know we got a lot of football to get to, and I promise we will, but the first thing we got to know is how did all of the wedding stuff go over the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a, a special time, obviously, for our family, and uh, just so happened it was good to have a little bye week weekend and uh, that we could fit it in. And I've gotten uh, two girls buried inside about six weeks and couldn't have gone better. But uh, ready r ready uh, for some football now, ready for the Buccaneers. Mm -hmm. there, how, seriously, though, how quickly does conversation go from congratulations, you're married, to, hey, what about this game? Like, is it in the, at <laughs> like, the end? Like, immediately. Like, during the post-wedding party, it was all talk about the Buccaneers. Hey. That's what, uh, you know, when you're a family that's invested in the Cowboys, that's what the conversation is typically like. All right, so, Stephen, um, you can blink twice. We do this frequently. Blink yeah. twice if Zach Martin has already passed his uh, first his first. <laughs> well, obviously, we can't talk about those things, but I, I don't believe uh, Zach's going to be a player for us at this point. Okay, so Jerry gave Jerry gave us some a good like a good hey don't count him out yesterday, but at, at this point you don't feel like he's going to be there. It's looking like a stretch. Okay, well that that's excellent information to start. We were kind of having this conversation about preferred time slots for fans, whether it's the twelve, the three twenty-five, one of the prime time slots. How do you feel about not only kicking off the season for your team, but kicking off the entire NFL season? What do you think about being in this spotlight game? Well, obviously, it's a uh, you know a great uh, compliment to our fans, to the uh, to the brand, to the Cowboys organization that we were chosen to play the uh, defending champs, uh, and certainly be in a game. Uh, you know, my, Coach McCarthy and I were just talking uh, during practice and. Uh, if you can't be excited to play in this game, you need to get in another business because uh, you're playing against uh, the greatest quarterback of all time. You're playing against the defending Super Bowl champs at their place. I mean, you, 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 I'm getting goosebumps talking about it again, but this is what it's all about. And I think it's uh, great for our fans. I think it's great for uh, everybody in terms of the time slot. It's prime time. Uh, I don't think it gets any bigger than this. So, Steven, speaking to all of that, do you like get the plane prepared to say, listen, this is a huge game, and if we win this, this is what I need on the plane ride coming home? <laughs> well, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. We've got a, a tremendous challenge in front of us, as, as we all know. And, uh, uh, but uh, this team's prepared. It's ready. Uh, you know, I, I don't think it could be any better. I know we're, uh, you know, it's, it's looking like it's going to be a, a long putt to have Zach Martin out there, but uh, – Certainly, uh, Connor McGovern's uh, prepared himself, and his b best place to play in that offensive line is right guard. And uh, I think he's ready to go. But other than that, we're uh, you know we're we're full four bore, full ready, and uh, have a full roster ready to go. Okay, I, that might honestly answer this next question then. But I was curious your confidence level in the health and ability of Lyle Collins to get through the game? And then how is Inseki doing in terms of being ready as a backup? Well, Lyle Collins has probably had his best week. And uh, certainly that's what great ball players do is they, uh, as you get closer to game time, they, they start to peak and get ready. And he's had his best week uh, of practice. He's ready to roll. And then 
you know, Naseki and Steele got prepared just in case. So I don't think we could be more prepared, uh, you know, in the offensive line other than not having Zach Martin. Uh, you know, I just think this uh, line's prepared, and I think they'll do a great job. They certainly got a big challenge in front of them. Obviously, the front of the Buccaneers was, uh, you know, one of their strong points in the stretch run, and uh, we know we got to get out there and play well against them. Now, I was watching Hard Knocks last night, and I heard Dirty say, look, if we make this quarterback uncomfortable, I guarantee you we'll win this game. If we do our job, we'll win this game. I have been one of those, Stephen, that said, I don't think uncomfortable is good enough. I think you have to put him on the ground a lot. You guys made a lot of adjustments into this defense during the offseason. Do you expect that this is a defense that can go out there and do that? Well, we have to see it. Obviously, we hadn't seen uh, Demarcus Lawrence all preseason, and uh, you know that was the plan uh, in terms of making sure he's a hundred percent. But have a lot of confidence in what Coach Quinn has done with this group. I think the the unit as a whole has a tremendous amount of confidence that they can go out there, uh, communicate, execute, and, and play hard and play fast with great pace. And uh, I think that's what you have to do against a great quarterback like this. I mean, it's hard. Uh, if there's anybody in the league it's hard to make uncomfortable, it's Tom Brady. And uh, uh, certainly we're going to have our hands full there, but uh, also have a lot of confidence in our group uh, that they're prepared and they're going to come ready. And I agree with you. We've got to not only make him uncomfortable, we've got to uh, hopefully get some good uh, good hits on him and uh, uh, make him as good as he is at getting rid of the ball in a hurry. Uh, we need to make him push to do that even faster. So, Stephen, I'm going to take you back in history because you've had to play the defending champs before to start off on a primetime game, and you won that one. And I can remember being in ninth grade, and I can remember mowing my grandfather's yard and mowing cowboys into his yard <laughs> Hell yeah. before the Washington game, taking them on. I believe, was that a Monday night or a Sunday night game? I, I can't... Uh, I think it was, it, it, was, it was either the Sunday or the Monday when it was... Uh, when it was on ABC. Yeah. <laughs> and so I can remember that game. I can remember how excited I was as a 14-year-old a uh, kid. And that one, that one stands out to me. Do you have a, an opening game that really stands out to you as like, because I just remember that being like, a, oh, my God, we just beat the defending champs. We're, we're ready. Yeah, that's a tough one. I wish you'd give me a little time to prepare on that <laughs> one, but uh, certainly that's a good one. I mean, the one you're just bringing up is a, is as good as it gets. But uh, you know, the the biggest thing of all is winning that home opener, and especially when you do it against uh, whether it's Super Bowl champs, a, a top division rival, or you know any good football team, to get off to a one and zero start is just you know really sets the tone for the season and. I know we got our work cut out for us, but uh, you know, to, if we could come in here and pull it off, it, it would be, uh, you know, one of the biggest wins to start a season. Uh, it'd go right there, hand in hand with the one you just mentioned. So uh, this is a huge game for us. Uh, like I said, we're prepared uh, for the most part. We're healthy, and I feel really good about uh, uh, going to Tampa and and playing really good, uh, playing a high caliber brand of football. Oh, man. Is that a business call mm-hmm. on the other line? Like, obviously, <laughs> if there's something happening, we need to... We'll wait and listen in. Uh, so, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, 
So I just I just patch you guys in. That, that's great. He's like, oh, he did get that first negative test. Okay. Awesome. So so I know we talk about the defense a lot, and I certainly understand why. I was hoping if you can reflect back with us that first five weeks of offensive football last season before Dak got hurt, because I know the numbers at the end of the day look good, but watching those games, the offense absolutely, I feel like, struggled early in games and got a lot of those stats when the game got out of hand, and Dak essentially said the offense needs to get off to a better start. Do you think that is a fair assessment of some of those games last year? Yeah, I would echo those thoughts. I think, uh, you know, we were obviously having to throw the ball a whole lot more than, we, you know, than you'd really want to, and especially when you're playing Tom Brady, you want to keep him on the sideline, and uh, certainly we want to uh, start with uh, us being efficient and effective running the football on Thursday night. And, uh, you know, we don't want Dak to have to, uh, you know, keep passing for 450, 500 yards every game and uh, do it, you know, get most of those yards late in the game when you're trying to come back and uh, and win the game. I think one thing you saw from that, though, is he's certainly capable of it and his offense is capable of it. So you're never out of a game. But in a, a perfect world, we need to start faster and we need to, uh, uh, you know, really with this uh, offensive line when it's healthy can be dominant. We need to get in there and be effective running the football and control the line of scrimmage. I had a question for you about the offensive line. I think we all agree when they're healthy, they can be dominant. How do you plan knowing that's the case, but also knowing you've got some older players on the offensive line and they might not be healthy the entire season? Like, how do you build, how do you plan when you're constructing your roster? Well, first of all, that's why you use uh, resources. We used a third round pick on ball. Farniok's done a great job with the late pick we used there. Uh, I think you have to keep drafting these guys, and uh, you have to keep bringing them along. Uh, obviously, a young Connor Williams is certainly getting in his pride, and Connor McGovern had a great preseason. Uh, he's coming along. And uh, Tyler Baidez, we drafted last year. I, I think you have to keep drafting these guys and, you know, to offset the, the guys who have a little age on them, whether it's Tyron Smith or Zach Martin or Lyle Collins. Uh, certainly we brought a Wiley veteran in and Nasecki, uh, but you got to complement that with young players uh, on the other half of your line. And I think, uh, you know, what we've done with our drafting uh, – uh, you know, shows that we certainly uh, want to use resources year in and year out to bring young young offensive linemen along. I think you'll remember we agreed, Stephen, that we would be calling him Tyler Badass. Tyler so Badass. I'm pretty sure we came to that <laughs> okay. agreement. I want, I want him to own that title for sure. <laughs> yeah, Stephen, this goes over to a 17-game season versus 16-game season, and, and Zeke is just 26 years old, but – I know it goes into, look, we got to win this game right now. We can't worry about his carries right now in the third and fourth quarter. But is this something that adding this extra game and Zeke is a workhorse for you is, gosh, as this season progresses, is there kind of a number you would like for him to be at on a 17-game season per carry? You know, we'll get a feel for that as we go here. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, it is a long season, and we've added a game to it. And I think it's going to be fantastic for the – uh, for our fans and uh, to have this extra game. But, uh, you know, we've got a really, really fine running back in uh, Tony Pollard. And, uh, you know, not only, uh, you know, do we need to, uh, you know, for 17 games, see how many times Zeke uh, should touch it, but at the same time, we're wanting to make sure 
Pollard gets the touches he deserves. I saw a report, Stephen, from Jason Locke and Fora just a little while ago that said Cowboys players are telling friends and family that even unva- or even vaccinated players are not to meet with anyone outside the traveling party ahead of the game, and the team does not want players leaving the hotel. And that makes sense. Like That makes complete sense. Is that something that you guys have expressed to the players or that the players have said, hey, this is how we're going to be best situated for this game? Well, we don't get into, you know, internally what we're what we're doing. Obviously, these guys are so committed. They've put in so much work, uh, you know, in the off season and now uh, the preseason. And we've got great leadership on this team, starting with Dak. And uh, certainly uh, Mike and uh, his coaching staff are leading the way as well. And uh, we all know how fragile this can be, uh, you know, with this pandemic. And even though our guys have done a tremendous job, you know, we're 95% plus vaccinated. Uh, as we all know, uh, with this variant, you can uh, still get it. Uh, you don't uh, get sick, you know, real sick, but you you still have it. And that falls into the protocol. So, uh, you know, I just think it's a commitment. Our team uh, our players, our coaches have really made a commitment to do things the right way and give, a, give ourselves every chance uh, to be successful. It doesn't mean when a player gets it uh, that he's not necessarily committed. I mean, these, these, these men have children, they have a family, and you, you just don't know how this thing's going to make its way to you, but you certainly want to uh, reduce the chances, and uh, certainly our guys are making commitments to do that. I know it's not governed by the same rules, but do you feel like you and Jerry and like other people in the front office have to follow that same standard? Like, do y'all talk with the players and you're like, Hey, I'm vaccinated. You should be too. Like, do y'all discuss your own personal status with them from that perspective? Well, we certainly want to set a good example as as well. And uh, certainly all our tier one and tier two, which, you know, Jerry and myself fall into that are all vaccinated and uh, certainly uh, if we're away from the team and uh, we want to make sure we come back, we're very, very much tested and uh, certainly want to uh, set the pace right along with our team and our coaches and our uh, staff. Well, we appreciate all the info. Love having you on every week. And you can text us about uh, any vaccination status with yep. Zach Martin, and we'll load up the plane with all kinds of awesome stuff for that victory. Uh, I think C. we could get a lot of volunteers out here to get uh, <laughs> Zach to Tampa if we need to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much, Stephen. Obviously, we're all hyped about tomorrow's game right here on The Fan, and we'll catch you next week. Thanks a lot, guys.